0: Mysterious, all-powerful character, a problem to the
1: police, but
0: a crusader for law. Hey everybody, welcome to Exchange, I'm Sal. And I'm Joel. Hey Joel, welcome back to the show. Uh, not only have you not been on the show, the show hasn't been back. I took a break for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you were sick. Uh, I was sick, yeah, I needed to take a break. It wasn't like I took a much-needed vacation. <laughs> I literally just couldn't physically do the show. Um, and we had, uh, we had a special guest lined up. Um, For that episode, which is why you didn't have to worry about anything that day, but uh, I had to call him personally and be like, yo, I can't do it. I hate doing that, but uh, Mm. I'm sure it'll be fine. Anyway, uh, so we're going to be talking about the San Diego Comic-Con. More specifically, we're going to be going over a couple of key panels. We're not going to talk about every single upcoming panel. Because we'd be gonna, here all day. We'd be to- we'd be here all day, and you'd have us talk, saying things like who gives... Like, you know, saying stuff like who cares. Mm. I mean, nobody wants to hear it. So uh, we're just going to talk about some key stuff from the expected things happening at comic-con what we think might happen or what we might be excited about why we're sad we're not going
1: yeah because um, it feels like so many of our friends and contemporaries went this year
0: yeah like literally so many people that that have said to me specifically oh i would never go to san diego mm-hmm. this time who are not only going but like shooting additional stuff where they're like i'm having <laughs> the greatest time at san diego comic-con right now sure good I, for you. I,
1: I guess the Elseworld Exchange invitation got lost in the mail somewhere.
0: <laughs> well, we have to write our own invitation to most parties. Uh, thankfully, you know, uh, we usually get approval. It's just its just a question of, like, if I wanted a hotel room to stay in San Diego, oh, I yeah. needed to have gotten it literally a year ago.
1: Oh, I know. It's a ridiculous madhouse. Or know someone who lives there already. <laughs> yeah,
0: and let it crash in their couch. There's no way that if I like, let's say Jason from Jowin wanted to let us crash on his couch, there's no way he doesn't have at least one or two other people crashing on his couch already. Oh, of course. <laughs>
1: who, who also asked a year ago. Yeah, <laughs>
0: actually, he doesn't even live in San Diego. He lives in, well, he lives farther away. He lives in California. Right. Again, it would be easier to just get like an Airbnb a mile away from the convention center. If that were or a, the case. Uh,
1: um, or, or we can finally start investing in the Elseworld Exchange mobile command unit, by which I mean a trailer that we take to events.
0: I will tell you something. There is a channel that I will not refer to or or promote. Who did an entire like show about getting into a trailer and going across the country, and I would never do that. <laughs>
1: No, but j- that sounds like someone's like, so I'm going to get paid at the end of this, right? This is this is a dare, right? I I make $1,000 if I do this?
0: I'm not cleaning latrines in mm. a car. I'm not renting a car that's going to, like, crash or be the size of an entire truck. It's yeah. like a nightmare. I'll just get on a plane like a human being. And go. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, anyway, there's a number of things to front load this episode with before we actually do get into it, but I want to let you know what's happening with this episode before you go like, why am I watching this? Um, number one, welcome to the show, thanks a lot for watching. Number two, happy birthday to Joel, it was yesterday. Oh, thank you. Uh, congratulations on getting older, I understand there's, a, there's an app out there where you can look into the future to see what you would look like if you were old. Uh, some
1: of them are pretty interesting, some of them I feel are pretty realistic.
0: They're horrifying. I, I don't like it, because it's no. really scary.
1: You hear, too, that because there's all these new facial apps that are coming up, there was this one in the Juggalo one. You hear the conspiracy theory where it's like, actually, no, don't do that because that's Facebook and all these other groups who want your facial profile.
0: How it spread like wildfire to the point where I'm like, there's no way this isn't a scam. Yeah. Yeah, there's no way this isn't some nefarious plot to get it to get every person in America to take a picture of their own face yep and then give you data that says like here's what I'm going to look like in 20 years and here's what I'm what I looked like 20 years ago like no that's
1: oh it, it's going to a database again I I flew to the states just last year and I was shocked how few people I had to actually deal with at the airport it was all just scanning my face
0: oh yeah. Yeah, no, we're in we're we're in the uh, the Total Recall era right now, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, so there was that. Uh, the other thing is, I saw somebody say, uh, "I'm really sad to hear the weekly poll might be out, not be around." Uh, well, you're about to get even sadder. There is no more weekly poll. The show is over.
1: Mm, there is no yeah. more show.
0: Uh, the weekly poll's done. It's dead. Forget about it. Uh, there will be some future incarnation of something that looks or sounds a little bit like the weekly poll, but I will not be the one to tell you about it because it's not my show. Uh, I didn't create the Weekly Poll. I was a guest on no. the Weekly Poll, along with Joel. Uh, yes, I was one of the formative people, but, like, literally, when the Weekly Polls first started, there were three people, and one of the third person—the per- third person wasn't me. They brought me in after they got rid of the other guy, and uh, and then we, you know, brought in Joel and Tiffany and everybody and, and, and made it into something else. Uh those days are over, but uh, I'm really, really happy that with what we made, it was a great oh, show. Oh, yeah. And uh, listen, if you like the Weekly Poll, subscribe to this channel. Enjoy the 17 shows that we make here.
1: Mm-hmm. I promise
0: you one of them will, will fill that void. <laughs> but if you're <laughs> still hungry for it, I also promise you that there will be something else out there that will be made by a combination of people from the Weekly Poll Maybe the Elseworlds Exchange, but maybe something else uh, to uh, to occupy that place in your heart. So don't worry about it.
1: Pour a uh, pour a forty on the curb for yeah, it. Though. Thank you very
0: much for your support and for your for your love, and especially thank you to everybody who for being cool about it, not being like there's infighting, there's drama. Don't yeah, yeah. Like don't don't worry about that. None of it. Literally, I saw uh, Benny and Rob had dinner yesterday in yeah. San Diego. They're both going to San Diego. They're both doing meetups they, they're hanging out uh i see them on a regular basis I, I i was you know i was i was unofficially invited to rob's wedding we'll see how that goes i don't know if i'll be able to fly out there but like we're all cool here yeah, thank you uh how are you <laughs> yeah right really, but, but how are you everybody <laughs> exactly uh the other thing that i wanted to mention and i know it's going long so i won't try to waste too much time uh we just dropped our mcn i fired them and uh so we're in a weird place where we don't have an MCN, and we had to like redo the AdSense situation. And so my mm. revenue went from X to zero. He's scary. And I don't know if I'm gonna get it back. So if you want to participate in this episode, please feel free to use the super chats, which do no, keep those lights on. I, I I have every expectation that the that that I will be caught up in the next two to three days but during that time uh you know it would be nice to know that there's some kind of support there you're, you're,
1: you're putting you're putting your faith in google and we all know how that goes exactly. sometimes
0: you are under no obligation to give me. i'm simply saying that feel free to use that super chat to come uh, to participate in this episode it's actually encouraged every episode we do but we also just wanted to say you know if you wanted to do that now feel free uh, i'm gonna get I, I- to you guys in a second
1: I'm seeing a lot of uh, MCN question marks. That's a multi-channel network. That's how guys like me and Sal get paid usually. I I refer to it in my last panel as a protection racket. You go with them in hopes you'll never need them. Yes,
0: uh, it's kind of like insurance. Uh, You've heard terms like uh, full screen, uh, Maker Studios. Uh, Most recently you might have heard Machinima when they closed. Defy was an MCN. Uh, Yes. By the way, you'll also notice some of these companies like Went out of business or closed, mm. and then took money that was owed to people. Our friend uh, Jason from uh, Mr. Sunday Movies like got screwed. Uh, Boy, did he! And so you know, MCNs are kind of like a mixed bag. Also, they take a percentage from your paycheck, like it's to just a little off the top. <laughs> yeah, uh, and they give you like a couple of rewards, like access to music files and stuff like that. Doesn't doesn't no.
1: You could could easily get that yourself from the source directly
0: We literally, I pay a subscription fee To Epidemic Sound so we can have that music We don't have to worry about it Uh, So yeah, from there uh, Let's jump into it, but before uh, I do I want to read some of those super chats And I think I got rid of the super chat window So I gotta add that back Because I gotta go back and read them um but thank you all so much and thank, uh, i saw a red one which is which means yikes uh mr savage says joel are you still friends with sean we talked about that one already i'm sorry oh. uh matt shirley says happy late birthday joel
1: oh thank you much appreciated
0: theodore sole engine says do you expect a star wars trailer at san diego comic-con no I not actually, even a mandalorian mm- Mandalorian's different. I expect a Star Wars trailer for like last, ge- for whatever the hell it's called, Death, Skywalker. Uh, Rise that,
1: like, of Return of the Skywalker. Of
0: Skywalker. I expect that at uh, Disney, whatever, the, the D23 mm. show. Right. Uh, do I, I expect some news about the Mandalorian, but I didn't see any Mandalorian talk about it.
1: They had a, they had a new, like, not poster, but they had like a new font thing they put out for it.
0: Yeah, as I understand it, by the way, that show cost like $140 million to make.
1: Oh, it was like Game of Thrones money, and it looks so good. It does
0: look so good, and I hope it makes it all back, because it looks really cool.
1: Dirty Stormtroopers and Werner Herzog is very much my aesthetic.
0: (laughs) Seriously, like, that's the Star Wars I want now. It's just the movie-slash-TV version of the Expanded Universe novels. I yeah. don't care about the Skywalkers, Vader, Solos. They can all burn. They all will. Yeah. Just, just give me some side stuff. Uh, Golden Vision saying, keep doing what you, that voodoo that you do. Thank you very much, Hedley Lamar. Oh, stop, uh, Gold. Yeah, right. Adam Azamoa, one day. Uh, one more day slash Craven's first hunt, or last hunt, uh, next Spider-Man movie. Mm. I'm telling you, man, before we even get into the thing, I fully expect... Craven and Chameleon to be the villains of the next movie. And I'll give you one better. Craven will bury Spider-Man alive. Oh, damn. And you will get the Craven's last hunt visual of of Peter digging himself out of the grave. That's going to be dope. You can't stretch Craven into, like, multiple Spider-Man movies. I don't think you can. Not without, like, making him really, like, the fulcrum of stuff. I I don't think they're interested in doing that. Like, just, like, how could they have avoided not putting Vulture into Far From Home, but they still did Mm. it? I think Craven's going to get a whole movie but I think you're going to get all the Craven that you remember and know about in that mm.
1: movie. I'm okay with that. I also love the idea of a crazy Russian man burying
0: a child. Oh, I I've heard that it's I I've heard some rumors and I'm down for them if they're right. He ain't going to be Russian. He'll be Wakandan.
1: Oh, so it's like, how is he this good? How can he fight Spider-Man with just spears and blow darts? Oh, because they're made of vibranium.
0: Yeah, and the dude is from, like, a like kind of like an exiled tribe of, like, Wakandans that were kicked out. He's, like, the last survivor or something like that.
1: That makes sense, because in a place where we know that Black Panther is watching over a huge swaths of Africa and the fact that he was almost in a cameo in original Black Panther, that would yes. make a lot of sense.
0: Dominic Burrell helping us out. Uh sorry I'm getting I'm I'm when we switched over I had to like I got I lost a lot of crap so I'm getting back to it. Andrew Weber helping us out. Thank you very much Andrew and Abid Naga with the $100 super chat. Thank you man. He says long live Comic Pop. Hey. Long live you man. Thank you so much for that support. And uh man, man thank you so much. Uh and yeah, that's the plan. Comic Pop's not going anywhere for a long time. Uh the reason we separated from the MCM was just to keep Comic Pop alive, and to, like, send kind of, like, some, some shenanigans went on, and I was like, we don't, we don't tolerate that shit here. Uh, Nitrolyzer says R.I.P. AdSense. Like, I like how he
1: spells it, AdSense, because that's what you
0: get, Yeah, sense. getting nickels and dimes! <laughs> um, crap, there's a lot. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm, uh, we'll figure that out soon. Uh, Adam Azamoa, y'all gave us smiles and hope, so you get my money. Well, thank you, sir. Uh, you give us smiles as well. Jake Fitch, love the channel, thanks for being great, and happy birthday to you, Joel.
1: Aw, thanks again.
0: Nice. Not a lot A lot of nice birthday wishes. I understand you did a like, yeah. birthday stream, so you probably- Yes! ...inundated with birthday, you know.
1: I, I challenged myself to break my streaming record, which was like two hours. I doubled it and did four, playing some Vermintide. Man, that's a great game to stream. <laughs>
0: Uh, Adam Asmoa, The Boys Volume 1 and Back Issues, are Too Sudden? I hate The Boys comic. You really do. But because uh, we may be working with the Amazon show... Uh, oh, shit. ...you may see some more Boys stuff here anyway.
1: Oh, lucky you. Uh,
0: Wopudo, if you don't mind which MCN were you with, uh, we were with Menpixels. Uh, Jennifer Ruzegger says, I don't have much, I wanted to give you something. Honestly, if you don't have anything, don't give it to us. But thank you very much, Jennifer, that's awesome. you very really sweet. Uh, and Cam says, "This one's for the lights. Do have them on. Uh, may they always stay on from now on till the sun burns out, <laughs> sir." Uh, I'm predicting the MCU panel announces the next Avengers lineup, like Cap does in the comics. Mm. I love the idea of them, like kind of homaging homage in the comics, and making like actual like press conference announcements. Yeah, yeah. I have a big theory for for that one. Alejandro Madrid... Uh, as
1: do I, actually. Yeah,
0: I think you may guess what it is based on the cover of this episode. Uh, Alejandro Madrid helping us out. Thank you, sir. And Luke S681, random question for Joel. In your Lost Ones pitch, how did Mr. Mind become the fissure?
1: Oh, no, that was a fan theory that uh, Mr. Mine became the fissure because it was the uh, ruins of the old Fawcett City. And everything there I, I never actually said that but a fan said that in the <laughs> chat and i'm like that's actually really smart to say that the fissure this big moth that helps recycle continuity should probably be part of the same race as mr mind because he's a weird caterpillar <laughs> so so that's like something i kind of rolled into and I'm like well maybe he's just part of the same race and like maybe mr mind because he's evil doesn't get to become a big moth doesn't get to become a fissure you need to be pure of art
0: yeah Uh, So there you have it. Chase Eichler, I'm the only one uh, who thinks that clones will be involved in the next Spider-Man movie. I mean, they kind of set up the reason for Two Peters to exist now. I I hope not. I think the closest thing to a clone saga you got was the Mysterio fight where you had Spider-Man fighting, like, 20 Spider-Men.
1: That was great.
0: I'm like, oh my god, it looks like the clone saga, but for real. How scary. I don't like that.
1: That fight was the best Scarecrow fight scene ever, wasn't it?
0: Holy crap. I mean, like, straight up Mysterio, but also, like, you'll never get a Scarecrow fight so that That was awesome to see also i was like when are we gonna get Mysterio?" i'm like in the fight i remember being like when is Mysterio gonna get really big like he always does in every fight Mm -hmm. and then his Mm -hmm. giant fist blasted through the thing and punched him like oh they did it yeah
1: that movie had so many fuck yeah spider-man moments
0: michael reese good luck with the new mcn dude thank you there isn't one right now but literally the day we decided to cancel it i got approached by another one and it's a it's a really competitive one so we'll see what happens Um, Martin Archuleta helping us out thank you very much Martin you're the man Tim Mickledays again thank you dude you're really really sweet Uh, Hawkeye TS always happy to help comic pop and looking forward to the X-Men announcement panel this weekend ha you Mm. think it's X-Men I I would take X-Men if it was like hey this is the X-Men or we're doing X-Men or Brian's uh, Brad Bird is directing the X-Men movie like you know I'm in but I don't think it's X-Men but I do admire (laughs) your optimism Uh, Martin Archuleta got you back got yeah, yours too man thank you so much and we are finally caught up thank you everybody you're all so very incredibly generous and kind and sweet we really appreciate it hell yeah uh, let's jump into some of these panels uh joel are you excited for terminator dark fate because on thursday the panel uh, the first panel of the day is going to be terminator dark fate
1: I saw the trailer for the first time when I went to go see Spider-Man. I had actually not seen it before that, and even seeing it on the big screen, my thoughts were, I am so tired now. There's more there's more bad Terminators than there are good Terminator <laughs> movies. When will it end? Please stop. I,
0: I I want to believe. I love Linda Hamilton. She is incredible. Mm-hmm. She deserves the paycheck. She's getting paid whether either way, so I'm glad oh, yeah. she got it. But like the idea that it's like there were no other Terminators. This is the second, this the third movie in the franchise, according to Jim Jim Cameron. that mm-hmm. like, Cameron has an influence over it, the fact that Tim Miller is directing it, and he's good. Uh, says to me, like, who knows? At this point, I, I had some high hopes for Salvation, and I was mm, the best thing likewise. that came out of Salvation was that Christian Bale freak out at that lightning guy. So the best. I'm a goddamn professional. <laughs> you and me are done, professional. Uh, Joshua Wright, is it me, or have cons become more about everything comics except the actual comic books? The medium's dying, and all anyone cares about is movies. Well, that's uh, been
1: Comic-Con forever. That's
0: San Diego Comic-Con. That's the movie town. They, they know they can get some, like, serious publicity. They can get a lot of hype out of it. Um, New York Comic-Con, similar. They They... But that's because most of the people who are doing the booths and everything over at San Diego learned that, went to New York, started pushing all the, like, the apps, the TV shows, the movies. Um,
1: go to Emerald City, go to the Chicago one. Those are still very much speech, about comics.
0: Baltimore Comic Con. These are the cons that you want to go to to really, like, get back to comics. But even then, like, the announcements they can make, they could save all the budget if they just tweeted
1: i I think now the biggest uh like actual news for comics again comes out of emerald city comes out of c2e2 like i'm more excited for them because i know it's like okay this is what i'm going to be covering on my channel in the next year
0: well that's true uh speaking of excited i'm sure you are by this one batman beyond turns 20 and they're having a 20th anniversary panel oh that's cool i know i know it's gonna be nice they're gonna have uh what was it Bruce Tim, Glenn, Mur- Glenn 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 Murakami and
1: Murakami, yeah, yeah,
0: and uh, Bob. Will
1: Fredelia is he going to be there? Who? Will Fredelia is he going to no? be there? That's a missed opportunity. He's the voice. He's Terry. Uh-huh.
0: Well, it says uh, many of the members of the creative team, but no, no cast members. So no. no That's Kevin a shame. Members, no, no. But um, here's the question: You think they're just going to be like, man, Batman Beyond was cool? Or do you think they're going to say, we're making a Batman Beyond movie, if you all get excited about it and watch, like, hush?
1: I think they really should, because it's like, come on, guys, It's w- this thing is still super popular, we'd love to revisit. We know you had a pitch, uh, Bruce Tim and Paul Dini, back in the day for a sequel involving what happened to Old Catwoman. I think now would be the Whoa. time.
0: I love that idea. Uh, man, I'll, I'll never forget that moment in Batman Beyond when uh, 10 doesn't work out. Mm. Uh, with, with, with Terry for the second time. Yes. And uh, Bruce just says, let me tell you about a woman named Selina Kyle. And you're like, yeah. oh, look at Bruce like being friends.
1: Yeah, and a smile creeps over his face because he still loves her all this time later.
0: Uh-huh. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm thinking you're right. I think they're probably going to try to sneak in an announcement about Batman, or at least a tease about Batman Beyond. From that
1: and way. I mean and I mean I guess the comic has a fan base because it's still going I never read it because it's cl- very clear the people writing that comic never watched the show
0: yeah right no yeah whatever happened to that great comic that everyone liked
1: <laughs> the the digital one yeah from Kyle Higgins it ended it had an actual real ending
0: Well there you go I mean like listen not everything needs to have a, a continuation another resurgence a, 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 a PS read the Kyle Higgins book and you'll have your ending to Batman Beyond.
1: Yes. In fact, you get two stories because you get that, and then you get the Christos Gauge Justice League Beyond that actually yes. cross over at points.
0: That's right. That's right. Uh, and that was, as I understand, a great Christos Gauge seal of quality. You're good. Mm-hmm. Um, Teen Titans Go is getting a panel at 3:15 on Thursday.
1: I'm not six, so this doesn't do anything for me. They're
0: showing a new episode, but I'm sure they're also going to be hyping the upcoming movie, Teen Titans Go! versus the serious ones. But uh, that doesn't mean it's going to be a live-action versus animated show where they're they're fighting against the DC Universe app characters. Because that'd
1: be clever and funny.
0: (laughs) This is is basically the reference that they were making at the end of the Teen Titans Go! movie, where if you didn't watch Teen Titans Go! to the movies, which is kind of funny, but I saw it a second time with Tiffany in tow, and she was like... I've never seen someone who was less amused by a movie that was trying so desperately to get your amusement than when Tiffany was watching Teen Titans go to the movies. Oh, see now. I'm like, oh, and and it just made me ashamed to be laughing.
1: (laughs) Now, I wish I was a fly on the wall for that, because I find someone not laughing to be very funny. It
0: was really funny. Because, um, like, and it was also just the most uncomfortable parts. and just, any, Anyway, so, uh, no, the, the there was a PS at the end of the movie where the real Teen Titans that you like from Teen Titans, the show, the cartoon show... Um,
1: 2003.
0: ...imply that they, have a, they found a way to come back, and this is the way. The way to come back is to couch them with the uh, cartoony, fun, silly children characters and see if people buy this movie and if people do maybe they'll make a show on the app or they'll make a movie for direct to download release is is it time to give up the ghost when it comes to the teen titans or 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 do you want are you excited about this announcement
1: i i always enjoyed young justice more but that's just me
0: right i mean with with young justice it's like who can get excited but the teen titans cartoon show ended on kind of a cliffhanger as well it did. It would, be nice, it would be nice to have some closure. Hey, Never DC, got resolved. you make comic books. How about a Teen Titans comic book?
1: Mm, I don't know about that. Mm, geez, where would we put it? I don't know. You have this digital arm. You should maybe try that.
0: Yeah, I feel like that might be an option. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is getting an, uh, a, a big thing. They're going to be talking about what's happening at the end of Season 6 and what's coming in Season 7.
1: We um, talked about this before we started. I thought season five was such a strong ending. I really couldn't get myself excited for season six. I watched the first episode. I'm like, nah, none of this was worth undoing the happy ending of five.
0: Right. I uh I stopped being excited about Shield three seasons ago.
1: Is and that the Ghost Rider season?
0: N- yeah. No. When they announced that, like, maybe it was two seasons ago. It was when it was when they announced that Coulson was was sick and gonna die.
1: Right, okay, yeah, that leads into five, and then they all go to the future.
0: Oh, we did, the, I did the future one. I was like, it was so oh. tedious and so wheel-spinny, I was like, I can't do this anymore, I can't get excited about this show anymore. I just had well, to rip me- off. Well,
1: then maybe you did watch it all, because yeah, the future season was season five. Oh,
0: okay, then yeah, I so saw all of season five.
1: There you go. And
0: then I was like, that's enough. <laughs>
1: so, we're, so we're on the same page.
0: Yeah. Um, on Friday, the Russo brothers are just going to sit down and talk at you about the Marvel hmm. Cinematic Universe. Uh... Is and there, not announce anything. No, there's no announcement there. Is there anything the Russo brothers could illustrate or illuminate that hasn't already been contradicted by the writers of the movie?
1: Yeah, ain't that such a... I do like that they agreed with me in the fight I had with Benny where uh, the, he says Hail Hydra in the elevator being a reference to Secret Empire. I like they ultimately came down on my side.
0: I mean, like, even if they don't mean it... I mean, it was a plot device to allow Steve to get through it. Yeah. But also... Getting Steve to say "Hail Hydra" is an undeniable reference to Secret Empire, even if it's not a direct one.
1: Yeah, even even if it's in the meme sense, where it's like, look, even if you don't read the comic, we bet you saw this image.
0: Yes, the concept of Captain America saying "Hail Hydra" and revealing him to be a member of Hydra, or him pretending to be a member of Hydra, is implicitly Secret Empire. Yes. So, yeah, I I, I would not I would skip that panel. <laughs> um. Also on Friday, Rick and Morty's having a panel. Uh, yeah. They said they're going to let you see a little bit about what's cooking for the new season. I'm thinking we're going to get another Pickle Rick tw- type sequence where it's like you're going to see a whole scene.
1: Right. Okay. Interesting. Interesting.
0: Uh, I- I'm excited. I-, I love that show. Same. Uh, the last season was weak, like, hard week but uh it had some good moments it had though. some good moments and there's no it wasn't like the talent wasn't there it was just kind of like i wasn't interested in the direction the show was going in.
1: i mean that's third season slump that's real for most animated shows
0: mm. That's fair. That's true. That's a truism.
1: It's like once once you get to four, people figure it out. And I feel very close to it, too, because obviously I listen to Harmontown, Dan Harmon's podcast every week. And so he kind of gives like little updates on how it's working and how it's going. And he sounds really positive and in a really good headspace for it. So I'm excited for it, too. I
0: agree. Checking in on Dan Harmon, he doesn't look like he's collapsing. So no, maybe. Well, well, no more than usual. Right, exactly. He needs to be dysfunctional, just not, you know, non-functioning. That's
1: the weirdest thing about being a Dan Harmon fan where it's like, man, I like your work and I want you to be good and I want you to be happy. But don't be too happy, though, because when you're a miserable wreck of a human being, that's when the good art comes out. That's true.
0: Yeah. Uh, Getting it back into the super chats really quick. Ethan White says, could you guys share more thoughts on Amazing Spider-Man 25 and Life Story 5 if you had the chance to read it? Uh, I have tell- not read
1: Life Story yet today. I
0: read Life Story 5. I'll talk about it on Off the Rack on Monday. I talked about 25 at least a week ago, so check out the old episode of Off the Rack. I will say it was fine, but not enough happened. I enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, I liked it, but it was just, I felt like it was kind of, it, it was it was lacking despite the fact that it was so long.
1: I like that uh, MJ got a whole thing devoted to herself there, and as we said before, Electro's plan was really clever.
0: Agreed. As if Siet helping us out. Thank you very much, Asif and uh i think we are caught up no we're not not at all um man i missed my little super chat window that was really helpful (laughs) um oh i found you uh lewis lombardi helping us out thank you lewis or louis i don't know but uh i'll say both just in case but lewis thank you very much man uh and ah James Robbins says, thank you guys and happy birthday, Joel. What are some good books? Some good books similar to Grayson and Secret Six. I've had my eye on Outsiders by Whedon and Ruckus Checkmate.
1: Uh, those are some good ones. I would also say read Domino and Hot Shots right now from uh, Gail Simone if you like her secret sexy kind of humor. I would also say Astonishing X Men from Matthew Rosenberg just recently if you like teams of weird, dysfunctional heroes who shouldn't really be a team but who work together being a team.
0: Yeah, well, I know. You, I've heard you recommend those forever. So that's indeed, uh, Red Dizon says hype about Hulu Ghost Rider slash Hellstrom. Are you guys? yeah yeah i agree with you
1: i've been a booster of danny for a bit and here's hoping if he's getting this hulu show maybe he'll get a new book although they'll probably change the venue to match the show now where he won't be an la hot rod head anymore they'll move him to the texas mexico border
0: we did get an announcement that there's a new ghostwriter danny Ketch book coming out we sure did so maybe this is the advent of all the ghostwriters
1: yeah, this is their year. Well, apparently uh, Aaron's next arc is going to be Ghost Rider-based.
0: Yeah. Uh, the Iceman says, Sal, with Amazon breaking into comics and the boys coming out, can you elaborate on why you strongly dislike the comic or show? Uh, I I dig the trailers, and I think that because the, the show going to be such a departure from the comic. Like, like because, Preacher was. Yeah, and because Seth Rogen single-handedly watered down Preacher to the point where it's unrecognizable and kind of, like, crappy, uh it making it not the boys so much could actually be a benefit for me. Uh, the boys for me was a try hard. It was, uh, I remember Garthena saying that he was going to out preacher preacher with the boys and, uh, nobody should just go out of their way to try and out shock for boys shock. shock's sake. Shock people. Yeah. For no good reason whatsoever. Uh, especially because he doesn't seem to like holy about preacher, forgive the pun, but he doesn't want to, like, mm-hmm. he doesn't seem to have like a lot of reverence for it. Uh, and so he was it was easy for him to like go let me just take this and just go or let them Uh. take Preacher and go so I don't know I I feel like the boys is trying too hard. It was gross for gross's sake. Also, hey, have you... Tell me, if you have seen this one before from Garth Ennis? Uh, the governing body is corrupt, and the people oh. that are supposed to be good are not, but somebody who's a little rough around the edges, but otherwise a good person at heart, has to kick their ass and, like, you know, and break their balls before they, like, get before they learn the error of their ways. Like Sometimes, literally. Yeah, it's literally that. It's just everything... I mean, he did the same goddamn thing in his Ghost Rider book. He so, did. Like, come on. I, I love Ennis, I
1: think, you know, he's, again, written some of my favorite comic stories, but he certainly does have a juvenile, scatological, like, almost Looney Tunes-esque bent to him that I feel like he needs to feed that beast every couple years, exactly. <laughs> and the boy and the boys was that, where it's like, okay, let me do this, then I'll do another serious, somber war story, but I need a, a Russian superhero called The Love Sausage who has a giant bulge beating up some guy with his dick.
0: Seriously, the, the perfect illustration of the boys is all those superheroes diving into the toilet yep from that cover that's yep
1: that's that's the the one
0: so uh yeah uh moving on to the panels uh do you care about the walking dead
1: no i have not cared for a long time
0: no uh the witcher do you care uh
1: Witcher I, looks pretty cool. I'm just happy Henry Cavill got to land on his feet with something now that he's clearly not Superman anymore. Right. It's
0: funny, actually. I was talking to Tiffany about it. She was like, That doesn't look like Geralt. That just looks like Henry Cavill in a wig. <laughs> but uh, I I have no I have no dog in that hunt, so whatever. Uh, I can't believe this is happening, especially because it's happening past the... It's, it's happening this far after Jim Henson's passing, but the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance...
1: Yeah, wow, the trailer for that. I was not expecting that to actually look the way it looked.
0: No. It looks like a real sequel to The Dark Crystal, and for those of you who are not born in 1978, The Dark (laughs) Crystal was, neither were we, but I'm just saying it's an old property. The Dark Crystal was Jim Henson's labor of love. It's Mm -hmm. the one thing he couldn't help. He couldn't stop himself from doing it. When he made it and the studio hated it and thought it was bad, he bought it back from them. Yes, he did. put it out right, and everyone unanimously agreed, cool. hmm And that was it, but he thought it was, like, the second coming. and Oh, yeah. It eventually found its audience. I was not one of them. I thought it was, like, boring, which, like, it doesn't matter how fantastically your world is. If I don't care about the characters or I find it boring, it's all for naught. Um, but it's amazing that the Dark Crystal has such reverence. Oh yeah, now, and that they were able to make a straight-up puppet sequel series. That's
1: pretty amazing. Out of the
0: Dark Crystal. I'm sure they're going to show you like a couple of a like, live-action puppet. They'll be like, "Here, look at this." Uh, you know, they'll show you a couple sneak previews that you didn't get to see in the Netflix trailer, and uh, that's it.
1: If uh, if you're a fan of the YouTube series Defunct Land, which usually it's all about covering like theme park rides and everything, yeah, he actually know. did a. Yeah, he did a whole series the last month on the history of Jim Henson and the Muppets, and he goes into great detail about what you just said about the Dark Crystal. Really good stuff. Check it out. Really good YouTube content. Support good content creators on YouTube.
0: That's true. Uh, By the way, the boys... Another panel, they're going to talk about the boys, they're going to show you some scenes. It'll be cool. If you care about yeah. the boys, you'll have to check it out. I know that a couple people saw a trailer at London Con, so no mm. doubt there'll be a, a special trailer just for the Comic-Con here, uh, which will show you, I think maybe you'll even see an episode. That's my yeah. guess. Right on. Uh, Preacher, they're going to talk about the show. I, I couldn't care less. That show is dead to me.
1: Th- that's still going? I thought it was done. <laughs> I
0: can't believe that. Uh, then on Friday, uh, the boys are having a world premiere fan screening. Cool. Uh, So you're going to see, like, a whole episode. You have to be 21 or older to go. Uh, Naturally. So, you know, you got that going on you. On Saturday, they're going to have the Batwoman panel.
1: Oh, right on.
0: Uh, You'll see, I mean, like, I'm seeing some high-res photos of the Batwoman um, in costume. She looks cool. Yeah. Uh, Have you seen anything about Batwoman? Because I've, like, I've just kind of been, like, keeping my head down about the whole thing.
1: Uh, Yeah, because I've been keeping up with the whole CW thing. We already saw her in a crossover. We already saw her in action. We already got to see the Gotham sets and the general premise of how her show is going to work. Yeah, I'm excited for this, especially because I never got into Arrow, and I know Arrow just kept reusing D-list Batman villains, so if they just do the same thing, that's fine because it'll all be new for me, and – it honestly, uh, I think Batwoman is uh, a good indicator of like, okay, how many more years can we get out of this CW universe? Cause Arrow is done, yep. which I was never a fan with, but it actually looks like it's going out pretty big. They're implying that uh, Oliver Queen is going to be the one to sacrifice himself in the big crisis crossover yep. that they're doing. Yep. Uh, Flash, I've been enjoying, but you know, Flash again too. I don't know how much mileage they got left in that one legends is secretly the best one because it's funny and now okay let's let's see if batwoman can come in here and fill the Arrow void and see if we can't keep this train rolling for
0: a couple more years well, and is supergirl part of it now because i know she's getting a new yes. costume and they're changing it up i know she's crossed over with them i think she's still in her own yep. universe though but that might be different
1: after we crisis things. I
0: sure hope so, because, like, that's dumb. that They didn't just get, put her in there.
1: And, and same with Black Lightning. Poor Black Lightning doesn't get invited to anything. I know,
0: how bizarre! What the hell? <laughs>
1: how, how vaguely racist all you white superheroes don't <laughs> invite- It's Oh, it's because he's old, isn't it? Because he's an adult with adult problems, and you're all young people with young people problems. <laughs> like, get out of here, Dad Lightning! Yeah,
0: now it would be really fun is if they retconned in, like, a flashback sequence where they try to invite him, and he's like, no!
1: I'm busy. No. I got street level problems to deal with.
0: Yeah. Uh, if you like Star Trek, there's going to be a enter the Star Trek universe panel where they talk about Discovery and the Star Trek universe. Uh, I don't think they're going to talk about Picard. That'll be its own thing. Uh, the Simpsons having a panel for some reason, I couldn't care less about that. The show's been dead for 20 years. Yeah, it has. Um, Westworld is getting a panel. Uh, right, okay. The season, I don't know about you.
1: I know, I actually watched it. I thought it actually had some really strong moments in it.
0: Interesting. I hear it's a good show. It's just I don't it mind. is. Uh, a lot of people who like Star Trek, you're gonna probably skip the Star Trek Universe panel that goes check catch the Orville.
1: Uh, oh, that's a funny ass show. Because you
0: get uh, some never before seen season two sneak peek moments. That's all I'm expecting from from that.
1: Orville's getting a comic. It had a comic out this week.
0: I know, I know. Shocking. Um, a Supergirl panel, of course. They're probably gonna talk a little bit about what's happening in season five. I saw a picture of her wearing what looks like Superboy Prime's. Anti-monitor armor? Yeah. What? Cool.
1: That show goes places and does things you wouldn't expect.
0: They're also gonna drop the skirt, so we'll see what happens with that.
1: You know who actually mentioned the dropping of the skirt? The last person you would expect. Axel Braun, the dude who does the superhero porn parodies. And he's yeah. like, I would just like to say that this costume looks a lot like my costume that I did. Because <laughs> he's a massive nerd and like fills his movies with continuity. And he's like, I just want to say I did this first.
0: <laughs> sure. Um, Bl- uh, Black Lightning is going to get a panel and they're going to show you a couple scenes from season three. Right on. Uh, Marvel Studios, Hall H... Kevin Feige surprises and some surprise panelists provide an, an inside look at the ever-expanding MCU.
1: Hmm. Biggest
0: panel of the show. For this some is people.
1: the one. This is the one. I'm sure we're all expecting them to come out with another release schedule graphic. Like, and this is what you're going to watch for the next year.
0: I really hope so. Uh, the fact is, some people might not be like in on it. So it's like let's let's give a little bit of context here. Marvel hasn't had a panel. At San Diego for a couple years now,
1: because they're too big, they can just drop it whenever they want and say the panel is today.
0: Well, and usually they just save it for D23, thereby fully like establishing like we're a Disney property here. We make we we do our own big event, but the fact that they that, that Feige and the and and Marvel Studios is choosing to do coverage or or an announcement here now today, sa- or Saturday, I should say. Yeah. Suggest to me that it's going to be a pretty big goddamn announcement. Now, you would think so. When did they make I think it was 2015, 2014, 2015 when they made the big, here's what's coming for phase like 3 announcement. Do you recall cuz I remember we got that announcement like I think like late fall, early winter. Where like I think they had already started to not go to Comic-Con
1: right that was the beginning of it yeah
0: and they need to hold on to something big enough for D23 because they've established Mm. now that like they they are a Disney property they need to impress the Disney investors with their announcement I feel like they might be holding on to that lineup for them
1: Hmm, or, or maybe keep the trailers for D20, but it's okay to tell people to get excited here and now. I
0: could see that being the case. I mean, if they- and the thing is, I'm spoiled because- and I think we all are, because when they did that, C, that phase three announcement where they were like, uh, here's literally the next several years, three mm-hmm. years, three, four years worth of, of movies coming out. Get hype. Get hype. I remember saying and thinking, like, they could have easily be- made one of these announcements, and it would have killed. Oh, yeah. But they announced, like, 20 movies. Mm-hmm, hmm I think that they could go either way. They could be like, here's everything. But I think they might also go the route of, like, yeah, we're only going to tell them one thing. Right. That's a big thing.
1: Right, so, right.
0: My theory in this is that we are going to get a full cast... For Fantastic Four.
1: That would be really sweet.
0: literally, like, the way that he brought the Avengers out on stage, he's going to be like, meet the Fantastic Four. Sweet. And you're going to have, like, John Krasinski and David Harbour come on outstage along with two other people who God only knows who they would cast. Yeah. By the way, I'm only speculating it's John Krasinski because they've started to draw Reed Richards to look like John Krasinski in some of the... Why have they ever? ...comic books. (laughs) At first, by the way, I thought it was Chip Zdarsky, and then I saw another picture. I'm like, that is a straight-up picture from The Office, you (laughs) son of a bitch. (laughs) What are you doing? Uh,
1: I know things that you don't know. (laughs) And the other
0: thing is, uh, I don't know if you saw it, but, like, I don't want to spoil anything about Season 3 of Stranger Things, except you need to watch it. It's better than Season 2, and it's amazing. So I've heard. Uh, It's friggin' great. Uh, But David Harbour and Winona Ryder do a little, like... Auto-complete google interview um, i did see that uh and one of the questions says is david harbour the thing winona's like i don't know what that means and he's like they want to know if i'm playing the thing the thing is a superhero uh i can't talk about it
1: oh shit the, see the clip that i saw go viral is winona Ryder being like hey david harbour don't get down on yourself for being tall
0: yeah, well he's not just tall he's fat but it's also like i, <laughs> I love it because he's the questions were things like how big is david harbour he's like the answer is two like too he is too big when i see pictures of Winona Ryder and me like standing next to each other you look like a regular-sized person i look like gandalf hanging out with (laughs) it it was really sweet Uh, it's
1: adorable Winona Ryder's a great lady so
0: sweet when she's not stealing purses so that
1: too
0: (laughs) she hasn't done that for a long time so there's no reason to focus on that by the way in that interview she remembered all the heathers names from heathers like that so kudos to her but i'm thinking that's gonna be the thing what do you think it's gonna be
1: I like that theory a lot. I was going to say, because apparently he was supposed to have a cameo in Far From Home that they cut at the last second. I'm thinking Anthony Mackey comes out dressed as Captain America in I the new really suit. cool.
0: Cause like, have you noticed that the biggest Marvel moments are usually from San Diego Comic Con are usually punctuated by a photo of Tom Hiddleston as mm-hmm. Loki in his Loki oh, costume? Yeah. Yep. I-, I would love to see that.
1: How do we top that costume? Oh, and I think that would be a beautiful month to be like, Look at the new suit! Look at it! Look at our new Captain America! It's his coronation!
0: And they could easily be like, and you can go see it up close and personal at the Marvel booth. Oh. Like, like the way that when they did the the, the the Avengers announcement, they had Cap's suit in like a glass case like at the booth that you could go look at. I could see them doing the same thing, Yeah.
1: Especially because you figure those shows got to be coming out very soon, even if we don't see him in a movie, that Falcon Winter Soldier show is going to become a Winter Soldier Captain America show, right? Yeah,
0: it's called Winter Falcon Winter Soldier, so I don't think he's going to be capping that show.
1: Huh, I wonder.
0: Unless they're like, Ah, we just called it Cap We just called it Falcon. It's actually we Captain America show. Were, well,
1: because we didn't want to spoil the end of Endgame. It's, you know, like they had a, Oh, Captain America and the Serpent Society. Now we're screwing with you. It's Captain America Civil War. Well, I could
0: totally see them doing that. Especially because, as I remember reading recently, apparently Sony and Marvel had a real big problem with the release date for Far From Home because they were like, We don't want it in the same year as Endgame. Mm. To Because we didn't want it to spoil it in any way. And Sony got their way, but like there was some friction about that. So I could see being like being really close to the chest about making those kinds of reveals and announcements.
1: Interesting. Interesting.
0: Um, Stickman D three eleven says, "Hope the lights stay on." Also, have either of you read Event Leviathan issue two? What do you think? I have. I have not because I read issue one. What do you think?
1: Uh, is this story ever going to get started? We've had uh, a special action comics tie-in, a free comic book day issue, a prologue, the first issue, and issue two. Is this story ever going to get started? All I know is that there is a man named Leviathan who wants to change the world, but refuses to tell us how and why.
0: This is Bendis. How many issues is event Leviathan?
1: Only uh, like six.
0: Okay, it'll take. It, it's it's two and a half issues of story. That's yeah, how long it sure it feels That's that way. That goes. Um, no, I didn't read it because I read the first issue and was like, "This sucks," and it's I not going to get better.
1: Crazy thing is, I liked the build up. I liked the idea of Superman dealing with a spy story and him being out of his element and everything. You know, them bringing in all these groups, and boy, have they made me bored of that idea in a short <laughs> amount of time. Not take
0: much. Uh, Little Go- Goten says, "What could Bendis do to redeem his DC stuff?" Leave? No, I mean like Batman Universe, his Walmart Batman book, that first issue with Nick Darrington. Great. Straight I keep up, I need to read great.
1: that. I keep hearing it's good.
0: It's one of the best Batman books out there, and there's at least one other good Batman book out there. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, Nick Darrington on art, don't lose this guy. He's given you shit you've never seen before. It's gorgeous. It's just a gorgeous book. Nice. Uh, and Bendis is doing okay too.
1: Yeah, like, he sure is.
0: It's kind of fun. You know? He's
1: he's on the wrong projects, is what we're saying. It was more important to put his name on a Superman book than it was for him to actually have a good Superman pitch.
0: It's just him. He was like, I want to do Superman, and I don't care, care what I ruin to get it. Mm. Uh, the Red Samurai, What what's the thing you guys are most excited about for Comic-Con? For me, it's Hickman's X-Men. In one more week, we get uh, an announcement about that. Do. Or we get the book. Uh, yeah, Hickman has been really kind and sweet and amazing about it. He's been, he was saying things like... You know the movies don't define the comics; the comics define the movies. Everyone's like, "Yes, you're the man. You know exactly what you're talking about, dude." Saying so, all the right things. Um, I'm excited for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel bad though, because all the X Men stuff feels like it's just kind of like waiting for Hickman to start.
1: It sure is. I feel so bad for Rosenberg and everyone else. Like, but but they told us we were going to be the X Men status quo. That's oh.
0: Stephen Fothery mentioning that Picard is part of the Star Trek uh, thing along with a book called or a show called Star Trek: Lower Decks from Rick and Morty writer Mike McCohen. Oh McManon, Man man. <laughs> uh, they're also part of the Star Trek Universe. Uh, yeah, you'll see a trailer that like you could see online a second or two later.
1: Picard has a doggie now.
0: I know. Okay. Abid Naga, Axel Braun, guest appearance on the Elseworlds Exchange, or TCM? Uh, <laughs> TCM before Elseworlds, please. I don't funny,
1: wanna... you funny you should mention that. Uh, I actually talked to him a bunch and almost had him on an episode of the Comic Multiverse. He couldn't do it because the man directs like five movies a year and writes and does everything else.
0: Well, you gotta reach, up, you gotta get back on him, man, because he would be a great guest.
1: He's a super nerd, and like, he's like, yo, totally. I would love to do a comic book podcast. <laughs>
0: Uh, Isaac Scott just tuning in, but why do you think Daredevil's viewership dropped so much? Is there hope for the MCU Daredevil? Maybe a one-shot Netflix special. The viewership dropped off because uh, I think people were getting the impression it wasn't canon; it didn't matter. Uh, a also, lot of time I think, to invest. Yeah, I, I also think like maybe the maybe the initial numbers were a little like inflated. Um, maybe the hype wore off. Maybe uh, what's it called? You know, de- I mean, Defenders really hurt everything as far as Marvel Netflix goes.
1: I think that was the beginning of the end, the fact that that wasn't the Avengers-level hit they wanted it to be.
0: Yeah. Uh, As far as is there hope for MCU Daredevil, you'll see a Daredevil in the MCU, it just might not be Charlie Cox Daredevil. Uh, Which is a shame. They can't touch it for two years or whatever. Uh, They can't use or touch any of those properties, whether it's in-universe or not. So, like, you can't get, like, a recast Daredevil, like, tomorrow... Just as you can't, like, put Charlie Cox in an Avengers movie tomorrow. Uh, You have to wait two years regardless of continuity. So, number one, well, let Charlie Cox and everyone from the Netflix universe go do their projects for the next two years. And Mm -hmm. then bring them back. I would love to see Mike Coulter leading the new Avengers. I would love to see Charlie Cox and, more importantly, Vincent D'Onofrio in a Spider-Man movie. And I think Charlie Cox's Daredevil could actually hold a movie because with the might of Marvel behind it, especially if you did, like, a flashback movie with Black Widow or something.
1: And now that we know it's a proven brand, also, too, just Christian Ritter next to anybody. Imagine Jessica Jones getting into a snark war with uh, just any of those other characters. That's
0: true. I did read that she was done. Uh, and she, she showed she was done. I'm, I'm a little done with her anyway, but, like, I hear that she was like, yeah, I don't want to do that anymore. I still love you, Christian Ritter, it's <laughs>
1: fine. Joe will always still love you.
0: <laughs> Christopher Chris Santos, uh, wanted to slide to comic Pops some cash during these dire couple of days for entertaining me every week. Thank you very much, Chris. You're awesome. Uh, Joshua Wright, I wouldn't be surprised if Feige used the world's fantastic, the words fantastic and uncanny to describe Phase 4. <laughs> also, Krasinski is Reed and Emily Blunt Sue. I mean, like, that's, that's like one idea that everybody had because, like, they're married. But, like, what about this? Actors acting like they're married. Uh, I liked, uh, I can't remember her name, but the young lady who played, uh, the main lead in Westworld. I'm forgetting, I'm blanking on her name.
1: Oh, yeah, she's really good.
0: She's great, and I would love to see her as Sue. Uh, Emily Blunt's fine. I think she'd be fine. But she didn't blow my mind in A Quiet Place or whatever. I I liked her better in Edge of Tomorrow.
1: Mmm, that's a good one.
0: But, uh, yeah, she'd be fine. But again, like, wasted. I'd rather see her do something else. Um... Cam says chameleon tech was introduced in Winter Soldier when Widow was disguised as that old lady. Uh, mm. So I think Mysterio should become the MCU's master planner. That'd be fun.
1: I do like the idea that because Mysterio, where it's like, look, he's he's as much a collective as he is a guy, and Jake Gyllenhaal exists in these computer-like illusion techs, so he can keep showing up regardless. They could even say, oh yeah, we sold the tech to some dude named Daniel Burkhart.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, honestly, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not convinced he's actually not alive so meet me same either here way. Yeah. uh and zeber zeber saying joe Carey would be my choice for human torch i believe that's uh steve the hare harrington from stranger things uh, uh. Is. i would love to see him as johnny storm honestly like just go into the, the do what hollywood does just grab everybody from stranger things and cast them immediately uh, <laughs> you know so yeah i would love that Are you kidding me totally um but uh, but I, I trust them. They their casting director is a is an unmitigated genius and knows exactly what's going. Totally. On, so you know. it's
1: a shame we uh, wasted Mads Mickelson as Casilius oh, in God. that uh, Doctor Strange or movie because he show should have been Doctor Doom.
0: Yeah. Ah, uh, I, I think he's overrated. Honestly, I don't like that actor as much as everybody else seems to.
1: What uh, about Vincent Castle? Because he kind of was drawn to look like that in that last Bendis book
0: be cool i guess yeah
1: we need someone scary and foreign
0: yes yeah. <laughs> or at least who could do a foreign accent that's true um what was it called uh getting into it the flash has a thing who cares dc universe has a sneak preview of things to mm-hmm. come which includes titans doom patrol and the harley quinn cartoon plus young Justice right. outsiders
1: which is wrapping up soon. I guess this will be the time Will they actually announce, like, okay, are we doing a season four? Was this profitable enough to keep doing animation, which is hard and time consuming for what you people want? Yeah, that'd be
0: nice to know, right? I mean, uh, also, sadly, you know, no reference to Swamp Thing. Uh, I don't know mm-hmm. if anybody else is watching it, but I am, and I'm digging it. Uh, so, looks like that's dead. Like officially- I'm going to wait
1: till it's done to go back and do a post mortem on it.
0: Yeah, it's a solid show.
1: It it looked like a solid show.
0: Um, You know, you're getting a lot of different movies. I know that DC is doing a bunch of stuff about horror comics. They're talking about, like, the year of the villain, which I Mm. could not be the least bit interested in. What a year. (laughs) Like, what a year. Yippee. I read the most recent Justice League. I was like, oh, who cares? Um, And I guess that's kind of... As far as, like, the big touchstones at Comic-Con... That's what's happening, those are our thoughts, that's what's happening. If you could save or bring, or or if you could save a show from DC Universe and kill one, what would you do? For this, Uh, if they were announcing this event.
1: uh, I'd kill Titans, obviously, because I think that's the worst one and I can't believe that's the one they led with. And I would save Doom Patrol and keep it safe and swaddle it tight. Because Doom Patrol is my special baby. <laughs> yeah,
0: I I feel like Doom Patrol. Like, where is like, where 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 is the announcement on Doom Patrol? We'll probably see it here. As far as like what's gonna happen with Doom Patrol. Um,
1: There's talk that it might actually be sucked up by that HBO Max app. Where they're like, no no no, this is too good for you DC <laughs> Universe. You you'll only break it and cover it in Shido dust. Give it here to HBO. Yeah.
0: Um, by the way, people are asking about Swamp Thing, like, I've, Tiffany and I have watched every episode, we just watched the most recent one yesterday, it's cool, it's the Abby Arcane show,
1: with yes, it Swamp is.
0: Thing going, Abby, uh, most of the show, also, like, Sunderland being like, I'm a bad guy, but I'm the most incompetent bad guy you've ever seen, and like, <sighs> I'm so old, but somehow I've managed to survive being a bad guy this long. By the way, uh, for those eagle-eyed uh, casting buffs out there, the guy who plays Sunderland in The Swamp Thing Show plays uh, John Travolta's Howard Saint's gay bodyguard best friend from the Tom oh, Jane Punisher oh. movie. That's right!
1: He. D- oh, wow, nice.
0: Um, so, you know, that's a fun little Easter egg. Mr. Roboto says, uh, Sal and Joel, you have illusion tech, what do you create?
1: Mm, can I talk about it here?
0: <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Honestly, I'd make movies. Yeah. Like, like the way that James Cameron has like his little virtual reality thing where he's like, this is the camera. I'd shoot movies with Illusion Tech and have an unlimited budget after my $6 trillion of having the Illusion Tech.
1: I guess I'd pretend to be celebrities and get in a bunch of trouble and get all over TMZ. That'd
0: be fun. Yeah, just ruining <laughs> celebrities' lives. I, I would
1: do what uh, Roger did in that American Dad. I'm Kevin Bacon, damn it. <laughs> yeah.
0: I would I would like go to nice restaurants if I had to be there. You know, yeah, if I was if if that was my scheme, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah. So uh, from there, I just want to say like thank you all so much for your incredible outpouring of support. Uh, hopefully, in the next two days or so, we will see the bounce back and everything will kind of like align itself. And then God only knows like if I get a if I get a new MCN, like it'll just be locked into place and I'll lose twenty percent of my revenue. But for right now, we'll have a hundred percent, and you know it'll all go really well. But we want to thank you. I want to thank you so much for that. Um, if you are going to San Diego, make sure, make sure to keep an eye out for Rob and Benny, who will be mm-hmm. there. I know they're each doing their own individual meet-and-greets, uh, where you like go to a specific location to find them. Both their channels will be sharing where those are. Teddy mm-hmm. wants to know, do you think we'll be getting a Young Justice Season 4? Joel wants one.
1: I do, but the fact that they're not saying it, and the fact that animation is really expensive, and you can even tell on this season where they cut every corner they possibly could... <laughs> It's worrying, I'll put it that way.
0: I mean, like, here's the thing. After that panel, you will know definitively if there is one.
1: Because so. at least with Harley Quinn, it's a comedy. You don't need to do all the action. They just need to stand around and do the funny laugh-laugh. But with Young Justice, it's like, yeah, but they need to actually have fight scenes at some point, guys. Yeah.
0: Isn't it amazing, by the way? They cast uh, the girl plays Penny from, uh, from Big Bang Theory to play Harley in this show. And they had the other person from Big Bang Theory who played whatever the hell her name was to play Harley in that awful Bruce Timm Batman Oh, movie. yeah.
1: Crazy, right?
0: Yeah. And it was like, well... And it's weirder that the other person could do like kind of like an Arlene Sorkin voice, but yeah, it kind of yeah. sucked. Mm-hmm. And Penny does a decent job, and she's not doing any kind of special voice. It's just kind of like... No. I, I kind of think that's full- that's cool. It's like... Oh, if you just try to do your own thing, you wind up with a better product.
1: Exactly. I'm excited for that show, too, because that's got, like, a bunch of other actor comedians I like, and you know, Ron Funches is going to be in it. Yep. So I'm down for that.
0: I think D.J. Bader's playing Batman.
1: Yes, he is. They've got the comedy Batman playing Batman, and I'm like, I'm totally okay with that, too.
0: Yeah, he—he, he, I like him as the Batman Brave and the Bold, so that works out great. Uh, Adam Asamoah says Luke Evans as Craven. I think I liked that idea back in the day, but now I want, like... Some really cool, like, black actor to play Craven, if he's going to be Wakandan. Um, I know a lot of people want to see Jason Moa as uh, as Craven. i take that,
1: that'd too. Be, that'd be cool. I don't know. Can he double dip? Can he be in both companies? Or do you have to sign something in your contract that says you can't work Listen for both? Zachary
0: Levi was uh, was was Fandral in, in the last two Thor movies. Oh, shit. And Shazam. So...
1: And uh, what is it, friggin', uh, what's his name, uh, oh god, well, why am I blanking here, uh, he was also both, uh, oh, it's gone now, it's oh, were gone. You
0: talking about uh, and how, like, that was, he played Punisher Warzone?
1: <laughs> well, okay, yeah, that, that was definitely one, Ray Stevenson, what's Ray what's Stevenson. the other one, I think, oh, uh, Dave Batista, who's probably gonna no doubt be in both, he's gonna be Drax, and he's almost certainly gonna be in James Gunn's Suicide Squad movie too.
0: Yes, that's right, that's right.
1: But that's because he's friends with the director. And it's like, are you, are you going to tell Dave Batista no? Of course you're not. No,
0: especially if he's fun. I mean, he he's the only reason that anyone went to go see Stuber.
1: Yeah. So. Hey, I like Kumail Nanjiani.
0: <laughs> uh, listen, we'll see you guys next time in another episode of Elseworlds. But before we go, I want to thank you all so much for your support. Don't forget to like this video, subscribe to our channel, click the bell, and stick around, go to this channel, e- explore. There's a gazillion shows here for you. Mm-hmm. if you're not like if you're not keen on one show i guarantee you there's another one out there we've got compop pop draws just a drawing challenge show elseworlds off the rack back issues bat issues if you just like back issues but only about batman uh and also the good bad and the ugly which we're going to be bringing back as we shoot it tomorrow mm-hmm. very excited about that uh I guess that's it. So, in the meantime, don't forget also if you don't even like YouTube, go to twitch.tv slash comic pop TV and watch Tiffany stream The End of Bloodborne. It's coming up in the next couple of streams. So oh, wow. Check that out. It's going to be a lot of fun.
1: Everyone has beaten that game, but me. I've been at like the same halfway point and never finished it.
0: It feels like that game will never end, so definitely check it out. Tiffany has some oh, good reactions. We'll you, you got
1: the there. DLC after that, which is even more punishing.
0: Exactly, she did. I was like, why? What are you doing? <laughs> anyway, oh, uh, and if you like gameplay, she played Spider-Man, and we're re-uploading those old Twitch streams onto this channel. For the first time so like i think we got at least another two to ten episodes left uh which come out on the weekends so
1: i, I gotta play that dlc too i kept saying i'll play them once they're all out and now they're all out
0: yes also uh if you like if, if you want to support us on a regular basis go to patreon.com slash comic pop see some, if those rewards are something you might want to be interested in check them out um and finally instagram.com slash comic pop official all links are in the description below this video by the way but uh check that out if you want to watch like if you want to see some behind-the-scenes pictures and also maybe con videos, I think the last one did well, so I will work on Baltimore slash New York. I have two different videos we can put up on IGTV. So
1: That's such out. a good idea.
0: Thank you very much. Uh, it was I, I've been toying with that idea for a long time, and then finally I was able to do it because we have a better uh, Adobe Premiere, so I can actually edit in portrait mode.
1: Oh, that's really clever.
0: Yeah. So uh, yeah. Thanks a lot for hanging out, everybody, and thank you for your support. We'll see you guys next time. Don't forget to check out Cape Joel and uh, Happy Birthday, man. Oh, thank you. See you next time. So long, everybody. Bye bye.
1: <laughs>